good Welcome to Leverage Masters, airing weekly on Tuesdays at 12 Eastern and on demand on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio. Leverage Masters hosts Jack Humphrey and Gina Gaudio-Graves discuss leverage strategy with guest leveragists. Be sure to subscribe to Leverage Masters in your favorite podcatcher for great tips and case studies on using leverage to achieve your biggest goals much faster. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Leverage Masters. I am your co-host, Gina Gaudio-Grace, the co-founder of Divisio, the all-new affiliate network for companies doing good, and along with my co-host and friend, Andrea Adams-Miller, the founder of the Red Carpet Connection, we are the Leverage Masters, and we have a returning guest today that I am so excited about. Andrea, why don't you tell everybody who is joining us? Well, I am so happy to do that. This is one of my besties. Uh, This is Barry Shore, the ambassador of joy. He is the owner of the Joy of Living Institute from Southern California, where it's headquartered. It's accessible worldwide via the Internet and the foremost place of its kind in the world where we research and publish the 11 strategies of living with joy daily, and that is his mission. Uh, Barry is um, founded this institute because he really loves this idea of serial entrepreneurism and giving people an opportunity to see joy, and he'll share a little bit more about his story where he had a rare disease and was paralyzed overnight, and that has helped him to inspire, it says tens of thousands. It's more like millions of millions, and this man is absolutely wonderful. He now spends every day of his life showing everyone how to live in joy. There's so much more to share. Very sure, standing ovation to you. Big hugs. Yay! Wonderful, beautiful Gina and Andrea. And a beautiful, wonderful good day to you, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. And how can I say that all these tens of thousands of people listening are good-looking? Because I know if you're listening to Leverage Masters, it means you're always looking for the good. That's what a good-looking person is, always looking for the good. Oh, I love that, Barry. That's awesome. (laughs) You are beautiful and bountiful, and we love you both. Let's rock and roll, kids, and bring them some leverage so they can bring more joy into their everyday lives. I have oh, Barry, I wanted once to... heard Barry when he was anything but super high energy enthusiastic. Have you, Andrea? Nope, that's because he doesn't leave the house unless he's super <laughs> joyful, lovely, and wonderful, and he doesn't open his eyes in the morning until he's that way. <laughs> that's just awesome. <laughs> Well, and today something actually very special happened. Tell me. I got out of bed. <laughs> awesome. And now I say you that not awesome. just I don't just say that to make you laugh and have people smile. I say it because for years, wonderful Gina Andrea, as you know from my story, I couldn't. I was standing up in the morning, just like I hope ninety nine point nine nine percent of everybody listening to the show. Standing up in the morning, able to leave tall buildings in a single bound, got to the seating foot, and that evening I was in the hospital, paralyzed from my neck down, from the quadriplegic. I completely paralyzed, and it was not from an automobile accident or a motorcycle accident or a spinal injury. It was a rare disease that literally took over my body, and all I could move was my mouth. And it was like that for years. So to be able to get out of bed in the morning, wow! I know the feeling, Barry. I really know the feeling. As you know from my story, I spent 10 years in a hospital bed or a wheelchair, having over 50 operations. And although I'm not a quadriplegic, at the time I was a paraplegic. So when I say I get it, boy, do I ever get it. I know you do, Gina. That's why I mentioned. That's why we are the leverage masters. What we do is we leverage the essence of life, which is being yes. able to be spreaders of joy, happiness, peace, and love. 
Well, speaking of that, Barry, what are you doing now to share even more joy and love in the world? Tell us about your new endeavors, or at least new to our listeners. First of all, thank you so much for inviting me to be with you because it is truly an honor to be with people, with beings that are focused on understanding that giving is the essence of living. And these two wondrous women, as you know because you listeners are here every week, they are the essence of giving. That is really what living is about. So I want to share with people the following. There is something that you can do to leverage your life, and it will take you 33 minutes. I can also show you, we'll discuss later, something that will take you 94 seconds, and I'll show you something that will take you 55 seconds. And you can leverage these different pieces, and you can become more joyful in your life. So one of them is the 11 strategies, because you mentioned strategies before, the 11 strategies for living in joy daily. May I mention my website, Tina and Andrea? Absolutely. 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 I urge you to go to www, which of course stands for What a Wonderful World. That's what www really stands for. (laughs) www.barryshore.com. That's B-A-R-R-Y. S-H-O-R-E, DarryShore.com, and you can take the stress test for free because stress kills, joy heals. Take the stress test for free, and then you can have the 11 strategies for living in joy daily, absolutely free, or your money back, guaranteed, absolutely free, or your money cheerfully refunded. Those 11 strategies will give you insight into how to leverage your time in this world because it's always limited, how you can leverage your time in this world to not only be the best you possible, but to now become a beacon, a beam, a lighthouse unto the world in your personal relationships with your family, your friends, your city, and the country, and the world just by you being the best you possible. How's that, Gina and Andrea? <laughs> Absolutely wonderfully beautiful and fabulous. How about that? So uh, so people <laughs> who don't know your story and are new to you, tell them about the Keep Smiling cards and how that came about. Oh, this is so wonderful. Thank you for mentioning this. This is an essential part of my being. Also, you can find this on the website and on the Daily Smile, and Andrea is going to tell you how to find it on the Keep Smiling Movement website. So the Keep Smiling cards, and it's a card that reads, Keep Smiling on the front and has a message in the back. The Keep Smiling cards created a movement. We began it just over 20 years ago, even before I was paralyzed, interestingly enough, and it all started with one card. And I'm happy to say that as of today, more than one point. Seven million cards have been distributed worldwide, all for free, and they are now in 30 different languages, and they bring positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant messages to the world, and it's all available. The cards physically are free. We just have to pay for shipping. You can also send them by email, which is completely for free. And here is the best news of all, as Andrea knows, because she is the greatest ambassador for the Keep Smiling movement. And Keep Smiling cards touch people in their very core. We have dozens and dozens of people who have written into us over the years who have stopped from committing suicide because they had a Keep Smiling card given to them by somebody. We've had people who have elongated their life and filled it with joy because somebody gave them a Keep Smiling card. We have people who have been able to change an attitude, which, as we all know, is not simple, by somebody giving them a Keep Smiling card and encouraging them to now give to other people. So that's the genius of the movement, the ability for people not only to give but to receive and to continue the chain unbroken so that every being on this planet 
will not only be touched by the Keep Smiling cards, but will be part of the movement to make smiling the essence of their being. I love it. Well, obviously, I love it because I live it every day of my life. I am, I, it, it, it just epitomizes everything that I do every morning when I get up and the, and the people I come across because of the Keep Smiling movement. Gina, do you, what was your first experience with the Keep Smiling cards? It was Ken Roshan, and a day or so later, I got on the phone with Barry Shore. <laughs> awesome. Thank well, you, I'm Ken. So glad. Let's share with the audience, if we may. Um, I am a. I'm very fond of acronyms. Acronyms, as you know, is the take a word and you or take a phrase and use the first letter of each one of those in the word and and create another idea which is positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. So, example: www. Whenever you see it from now forward, everybody listening, from now forward, WW stands for What a Wonderful World. And SMILE, SMILE is one of the greatest acronyms you could ever learn and live. And it stands for Seeing Miracles in Life Every Day. (laughs) Miracles in Life Every Day. And I added to it, I added it, added an S, and I've been using yeah. it to describe the Keep Smiling movement. So now when people say the Keep Smiling movement, what do you do? I said, well, we are a society merging international leaders and entrepreneurs for social responsibility. Smiles. <laughs> Yay! Again, this is called leverage, using everything to continue to grow. The famous famous, uh, quote about leverage was given by a fellow named Archimedes, and he lived about 100 years before the Common Era, so about 2,100 years ago. He's the famous guy who was sitting in a bathtub and jumped out and ran through the streets naked, shouting, Eureka, Eureka, I now understand the idea of displacement. And that allows ships to float and all kinds of other things. But he also said, give me a lever and a fulcrum, and I will move the world. And you know, everybody knows that what a, you know, a lever is a seesaw up and down. And that's a lever and a fulcrum. But Andrea and Gina are moving the world with their lever. Their levers are their beings. Their physical beings are so filled with joy, happiness, peace, and love that wherever they go, they leverage. They are leverage masters. By the way, I want to share with you something that happened just a few weeks ago, kids. I think you might love this. So stands for seeing miracles in life every day. I have an eight-year-old niece who loves me dearly. I love her. And she said to me, Uncle Barry, can I spell smile S-M-I-E-L? And I thought about it. I said, of course. <laughs> Why not? Well, I'm going to say to an eight-year-old, right? Smile. Why not? And I said, I asked her, how come? And she said, because then it could mean seeing miracles in everyday life. I said, wow. I hugged her. I said, that's wonderful. And wow, of course, is a great acronym. It stands for words of wisdom or words of wonder. Because when you hear something that you just penetrate, you go, wow, words of wisdom. And when you do that, you begin to create a kind of world that we all want to live in. Everybody's listening to the show because you want to be the best you possible. That's why you tune in, because you care about you, and you should. Why owe you? You're most important. But when you create the kind of world you want to live in, what you're doing is you're causing, rethinking, enabling all to excel. That's what create does. Causing rethinking. So it's wonderful. The ability to use your mind. We have 50 billion brain cells and a a trillion, not a million, a trillion synapses connecting them. We should use it for more than just deciding what kind of latte you want in the morning. So the ability to do neuro-linguistic programming, making sure that your thoughts, your words, and your deeds are all leveraged towards joy. How's that, kids? 
It's amazing. Hey, Barry, I want to take an opportunity to share publicly with you a story that I've been holding to tell you um, uh, until we talk next. So Sunday night I came home on the airplane, had a shuttle bus driver who was having a bad day, to say the least, slamming people's luggage around, almost hit a T-boned another shuttle bus, was not happy. And I was the last one to get off. I decided to do something to change her life. I took a $10 bill and two Keep Smiling cards. She slams my luggage off into a mud puddle, and uh, I say, hey, I kind of noticed that maybe today's not going quite as like as much as you'd like it to. And she, like, mutters something under her breath, and I said, I have a gift for you. And I give her the Keep Smiling card, the one, and I said, this is for you because – I know something's happened today that I want you to know that I care and I don't need to know what it was, but I know everything's going to be okay and I want to see you smile again. And she started to cry. So then I gave her a second card and I said, usually when someone's upset, it's because someone else in their life is also not smiling. So would you please give this card to them and tell them whatever's going on between you two, you just want to smile again and that you miss their smile and work it out. She starts crying harder, and then she laughs, and then she tells me that she had such a bad day that she had thought it, that her life was done. She was going to go home and kill herself. And, and I said, I said, well, I'm, I'm so, I'm me, because I'm funny, you know, I, I, I said, oh, well, then here, I'm really glad I'm giving you this $10 bill, because now I need you to go and get yourself a coffee, and I need you to have a good cry, and then I need you to laugh and know that everything's going to be okay, and I'll give you my phone number, do you need me to go with you, you know, and she said, no, I'm going to be okay, I'm going to call my, the other person, and, and thank you. And, and she was able to laugh and smile with me and, and, and have hope and inspiration. Two days later, a very similar situation happened with another woman who admitted to me that her life was unraveling and she wanted to end it all. And I used the same kind of script and talked to her with the keep smiling cards just from my heart. I mean, that's just from my heart. And so that's two people's lives we saved with a keep smiling card this week. What a joyous world it is. Andrea, in front of 183,600 people listening to this right now, and hopefully five times that many who will be sharing it, I'm giving you, embracing you, and Gina, as a huge hug. May I do that? Yes, please. <laughs> One, two, three. Arrgh! <laughs> <laughs> You are uh, so beautiful, bountiful, beloved, and immortal, and may you continue to do such a thing. I want to, if I may, use a few minutes to urge people to do the following. There are two please. words, two words that when you use these two words consciously and conscientiously every day, three times a day, consciously and conscientiously, you will not only change yourself, you'll change everything around you, you'll change the world. Those two words are, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank is an acronym that stands for to harness and network kindness. To harness and network kindness. I've read and I've heard the Dalai Lama say, be kind whenever possible. And it's always possible. You walk into a store, let's say you're going to order a latte, your fancy latte for $5.25, and somebody brings it to you. They thank you. If you order your $5.25 uh, latte, and a few minutes go by, they didn't bring it to you, go up to the counter, you say, oh, we forgot, and we'll do it, and they give it to you with the same nice voice. Thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop, and somebody holds the door open. Thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop, somebody slams the door on you. Thank you. You're going on the freeway. You need to get someplace. Something cuts you off in traffic. Thank you. You get up in the middle of the night. You stub your toe and it hurts. Thank you. When you learn to say thank you consciously and conscientiously, you bring about vibrations in the world that cause joy. And that changes everything. You are literally neuro-linguistic programming. You're moving your thoughts into those of goodness, life, love, happiness, and giving. Thank you. Please, everybody, three times a day, 
consciously and conscientiously. Wow. Wow. Thank you, Barry. (laughs) Wow. I'm going to leave you with this, if I may. Uh, I am given to using four-letter words, and I even use the four-letter F-U word. And I do it, by the way, the shock effect, and also because it's nice. But four-letter words I love are love, live, give, free. Those are wonderful. Learn to use four-letter words. They are beautiful. They, they're a great <laughs> currency. They work. Now, it happens to be I use the four-letter F-U word because it's fun. Oh, there it is right away. Fun. F-U, capital N, capital N. So you've got to understand. Oh, oh, by the way, I always have people come to me and say, wait a minute, Mr. Shore. That's not how you spell fun. It's three letters, F-U-N. I said, none in my world. And our world is so far, www. What a wonderful world. It's F-U, capital N, capital N. So when everybody's listening to the show, and later after you finish, you're walking around, you see your family or your friends, and you have a big smile on your face. Remember what smile stands for? Seeing miracles in life every day. Put, put, point your finger with a big smile and say, F you! Remember to add right away, capital N, capital N, or else they'll think not nice of you. And you say, wait a second, that. And you say, well, I listen, I listen to Leverage Masters. I listen to Andrea and Gina. They had this crazy guy, Barry Shore, on BarryShore.com. And he said, F you! Capital N, capital N. So go around and give F to Gina. When was the last time anybody ever said F you to you? I am F you, capital N, capital N. Because you can't have fun, kids. You're never going to get to the next level, which is joy. <laughs> You're so cute, Barry. I love you on this show. <laughs> so the last time Thank you were on Leverage Masters, Jack was still my co-host. And we had yes. talked about Delighted. Is Delighted yes. still going? Oh, so Delighted is delightful. And what we did is we morphed it into something even stronger and more wonderful. And so much so that Oprah herself, Oprah, the big O, wrote an article about it. And it's on my website, BarryShore.com. Go there. You'll see the little article that Oprah wrote. And it's, we morphed it into something called Change Bowl, Gina. Change Goal is an app that once you set it and forget it, what it allows you to do is to round up your purchases, wherever you use your credit card or your debit card, online or offline, whenever you use your credit card, you're rounding up to the nearest dollar, and you set the amount that you want to give to your cause. Let's say it's 250 a month or $5 or whatever, and then you have this app, you set it, and wherever you shop, it rounds up the money. So that month you're giving, let's say, $5 to help support uh, needy children or people that uh, don't have clean drinking water and such. So we morphed it into the app called Changeful, and it's on my site, BarryShore.com, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E. And we are not only big in giving, we're dominating giving by helping literally hundreds of thousands of people give millions of dollars every month to the kinds of places they care about. So thank you for asking. Oh, I love that. That's why yeah, I was asking so about it. Delighted was just so delightful. I couldn't agree more. But this well, is fantastic. Too. And to have Oprah talk about it, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And speaking of Jack, we have on the site, BarryShore.com, there's a wonderful interview of Jack Canfield with Barry Shore. Jack Canfield is the co-author of Chicken Soup for the Soul, the largest selling title in the history of the world outside of the Bible, even more than um, Harry Potter. So Jack Canfield yep. interviews me, and I urge everybody in the universe to watch it. It is <laughs> it's a kick and a half, and I think you will. Just go to the website. Scroll down, see the interview, and again, after that, as Jack says, go get the 11 strategies for living in joy daily. It's free or your money back, and you'll love it, and will make a difference for you, for the people around you, the people in your city, the people in your state, the people in the country, and the world. And we do need it now, and we want it now. We want May I leave everybody with a blessing, by the way? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so my blessing to everybody listening, and again, I hope 
not only should listen, but share this. Download it and share it with at least five people. My blessing to everybody is go forth, live your blessing, and spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Go mad. Go make a difference. Thank you, Barry. Thank Love you, you so much. Thank you. Big hugs. Best wishes. Bye. Bye, Barry. Bye, Barry. Right Bye. back at you. Thank you. Bye. Absolutely. For everyone, I want to so make you guys- sure that you heard Changeful. Go download the app. Go set up your credit cards in it. We really can make a difference in the world by doing things that are not hard. Very, very easy. You set it and forget it, and anytime you use your card, it automatically rounds it up. That's just brilliant. Yeah, it's a great, great new uh, um, opportunity he's providing for people to give back in the world along with um, being the ambassador of joy and the originator of the Keep Smiling cards. Uh, Ken Rashawn, the celebrity event photographer, is the one who met Barry um, six years ago in March. Um, and uh, Ken and I met six years ago in January and this year, and uh, um, or six years ago this, you know, last, I guess it's February, so last month. And uh, soon after he met Barry, introduced me to Barry, and then the rest is history from us doing the Keep Smiling movement. And I wanted uh, Barry to be able to uh, share Changeable and to be able to give everybody a little bit more inspiration because he's continually doing things. So as you heard, he was a quadriplegic. He's now mobile. He does walk gated, but he still swims, I think, a mile or two a day in the ocean. He lives out in California, so he could do that. And he does live his life with fullness and um, positivity, so it's quite amazing. And speaking of people who are energetic, amazing, and have a great smile on their face, I want to introduce our next guest, Sydney Clevenger. Sydney is absolutely adorable. I really can't think of another word to use. Um, I met him I, a year ago, I think, or it might have been two years now, and he was absolutely adorable, and we got off each other's radar by accident, and we just got reconnected again, and he is a digital marketer, he's an author, he's a coach, he's a speaker, he runs multiple businesses, including a digital advertising agency that does seven figures a year in contracts, he has a CBD commerce business where they help entrepreneurs sell CBD and live their dream of, as an entrepreneur, they also have a coaching course that they have four times a year that builds your influence on social media and online. He's written five books on marketing and advertising on social media, and he's been mentioned and contributed to several, several publications domestically and internationally. And he's going to tell us a little bit about his story, um, about how this all craziness of wonderfulness came about after a really frustrating life where at one point he literally sat with a gun in his hand. But I want him to tell you the story and how he turned around from being depressed and suicidal to having a world of awesome open in front of him. Sydney, welcome to the show. He's not here yet. What? <laughs> I just said didn't want to break Sydney. in in this wonderful introduction oh, you were giving. That's so like, funny. Oh my gosh, yeah. that is hysterical. All right, let's uh, make sure he knows that he's supposed to be calling. So that is funny. So let me tell you a little bit about this guy. He is absolutely adorable. Cutest thing I ever did see. Um, and he is going to be so. Uh, um, embarrassed um, and laugh and we'll have a really good time uh, giggling about this. So he recently came in, well I met him originally at a Marshall Silver event um, and uh, I was there doing a, a celebrity event photography for that and um, um, and uh, it was so uh, amazingly fun and uh, I'm telling him we already introduced you. He's like, I'm coming, and so he must have he must be in a different time zone, and we got screwed on time zone. And uh, uh, um, so anyhow, uh, he's just super cute and adorable. And when we um, AJ Poyden 
has been doing some stuff with him. And those of you who have heard A.J. Foyden on the show before, um, A.J.'s not only a masterful hypnotist, but he's also um, crafted speeches for people like Les Brown. He's strategized with people like Dean Graziosi. And, and, you know, when you think about it, how fun is that? for, um, you know, AJ to be one of these wonderful people who's been behind the people that have been there before. Oh, Sydney says he's here, he's here, he's here. We've got Sydney. <laughs> he Sorry, is here. No, I was sitting here and I was like, I don't want to interrupt her. She's just talking so much awesome stuff. So I was like, sure. I, I know, I didn't want to interrupt want to her either, Sydney. Another... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, thank you guys. I mean, Everybody else in my world has no problem like... interrupting me. I was just gonna wait. I was just gonna wait until until she started saying. But now he's late, and I'd be hey, and then I'd show up. <laughs> there you go. Know. That's well, my uh, Sydney, you're Texas, adorable. My Oh, yeah. Well, I was telling everyone about how you're doing all this wonderful stuff in digital marketing and how we came to know each other through AJ Poyden. And uh, not only did we come into each other's worlds again, but now like we can't get enough of each other. We're actually going to go oh hang gosh, out yeah. for four days in LA and go to Oscar parties together this weekend. So yeah, we talk didn't know about, that about sounds the like fun. this morning. Yeah, we had yeah. no idea it was like an Oscar after party until this morning. So like I'm freaking out. Oh, you now. didn't realize like, it was I mean, an Oscar party? <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, like first, first it was like, hey, so come out here and speak in LA. It's going to be a couple hundred people. That's what AJ said. And then and then I get on the phone and I'm like expecting a couple hundred people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So excited, done this a few times. I'm ready to rock and roll. Yeah. So you're going to be speaking in front of two thousand people. Okay, awesome. And then, uh, you know, so that was the first one, and then it's like today. So what's tomorrow, Andrea? What else are you all holding hold out on? We've got the Oscars. Is like, you know, I mean, <laughs> is, is Hugh Hefner coming up from the dead, and he's going to show up too? I mean, what's going on? It's his well, you know. I, I, mean, I, I, was at Hugh, I was at Hugh Hefner's house twice, uh, one time ah. personally invited. I got an invitation for Ooh. him to come, so I did meet him. And, and I, got, I actually went through the haunted house with him. He had a haunted house on his property, and I went through it with him. Oh, so it was really, really wow. funny. But um, we, we want to learn more about you because, you know, when it comes to digital marketing, people really do care about mm. this. So, But the, sure. I also left people with a huge cliffhanger. I told them, like, you ended up on a Christmas Eve night sitting there with a gun in your hand, and somehow you turned that uh-huh. experience into a multi-million dollar experience. Now, yeah. I'm not suggesting anybody pick up a gun, but those of you no, who have no, in the no, past no. or have considered Considered it in the future, instead of please listen to Sydney and think and hear and realize <laughs> that there's hope and possibility for what you could do. Tell them what yeah. happened. Yeah. So I mean, like for me, um, you know, back in 2016, I, you know, I've always been an entrepreneur. So like for me in 2016, you know, um, I kind of went all in for my first time, and I completely fell on my face. Um, you know, I had a I um, had. had had met who I thought I loved, you know, and um, realized that, you know, and I was very unhappy in my marriage and um, I didn't know how to get out of it. And come to find out she had been cheating on me. And I found out in the same weekend, I found out on a Saturday and a Sunday. So Saturday I found out that my ex-wife had been cheating on me for six months and had just gotten pregnant. And then on Sunday I'd found out that my ex-business partner had embezzled about $108,000 out of the company. Now I was about 28, I was like 28 when this happened. So I was still fairly young. Or, I mean, I'm still am young, but I mean, like, I was young, and it was my first real business. So, like, I thought I had failed at everything, right? So, it's kind of like, oh, my gosh, I just failed at this. I'm never going to be able to do anything again. I need to go work at McDonald's. Like, that was my thought process. But then it got deeper, and I felt like I had failed God, and I had failed, you know, my maker, and I had failed my parents and my family and everything else. And I just, like, oh, my gosh. Like, and then I just went out, and I ain't going to lie to you. I smoked a lot of weed and drank a lot of beer and um, got to the point where, you know, I, I didn't feel anything. And I just felt like I just got so deep in this depression. I felt alone on an island. And uh, I'll never forget what gunpowder smells like. That's one thing I tell everybody. I will never forget what the gun smelled like. Um, and I'll never forget, like, I was sitting there, and all of a sudden I got a ding, and it said, you know, it was just some automated email. I have no clue who it came from. It said, um, don't quit. 2017 is going to be your best year yet. I have no idea what triggered me. I have no idea why it triggered me. I threw the gun up against the wall. And, um, you know, fell asleep on the, on the floor and um, made a decision the next day that I was going to move. I didn't know where, but I was going to move. I was going to restart. Like, I was going to take everything I had and restart. Um, you know, uh, three months later, I had, had a garage sale, sold everything, driven to a state, Dallas, 
Texas that I'd never even been to, flown over, let alone been at, and uh, moved into a 330-something square foot apartment. And ever since then, we've been able to work with about 600 and a little over 600 people, made about, I don't know, about close to $5 million in contracts. And we're just going to help a lot of people. I mean, we're going to help a lot of people. We've generated millions, eight, nine figures, you know, eight figures in, um, in commissions for our clients. I mean, it's just been a lot of fun. And um, we're going to have a lot of fun and work with cool people along the way. So, you know, we really help, help people find their superpower. And, along, and a big part of what I found out through that experience was that I do have a superpower. I am good enough. I am worthy. And this superpower can help people. So I'm, I'm a big believer in everybody has a superpower. Identify that superpower and go help the world with it. And you'll realize that, you know, you're going to win just so abundantly every single day just by helping people with what you so naturally do. It's, it's, it's ungodly. <laughs> it's so cool. Anyway, that that's is an awesome, awesome story, Sydney. This is Gina, by the way. Mm. Hey, Gina. Was 2016 just a coffee. bad year for everybody or what? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'll, I'll take it. Um, you know, I mean, I never really knew abundance until recently because, you know, I graduated in 2010, and this isn't an excuse, but I, I was either able to, like, sell vacuums, you know, door-to-door or um, go to college. So back then, you know, getting my MBA – which is ironic because Forbes, you know, Forbes reached out to me about two months ago and asked me for my opinion about my MBA. And um, I told everybody in Forbes that I didn't believe that getting an MBA was needed to be a successful entrepreneur. I don't believe it because I don't utilize a lot of what I learned as a, as a CEO. I just don't. Um, I, I, I've learned so much more on the street and as a hard knock getting punched in the mouth every day than I ever did in college. And, um, you know, Forbes, yeah, it, was, it was a really good article. You, and definitely, I'll shoot you over the link so you guys can get that out to your audience. It's a great article in Forbes. Please do. I went to Notre Dame Law School, yeah. wrote my way on to Notre Dame Law Review. Do I nice. use my legal background as an entrepreneur? Not really. <laughs> I really don't. But what yeah. it did do well, not for me like, personally was you. It, it did help me with, strategic thinking more than anything and that is mm-hmm. crucial as an entrepreneur i believe don't you yeah i think more for me it helped me with social skills um just being around people by myself for the first time um as as odd as that sounds but like you know I, we now it's even worse no, right i grew up on a computer behind a screen so like we don't have the social like the social skills just aren't as you know what I mean? Like when I have children, you're going to play outside. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, I mean, that's, you know, I, I can't explain that. You know, I mean, I played, you know, we had Nintendo 64 and that was right when it started coming. So I'm sure that had part to do with it. But I also grew up, you know, I grew up in a five light town. I grew up in Eastern Kentucky. You know, I, I grew up where I don't know if not, not that I'm being mean. I just don't know that, you know, the people that, I don't know if that I had confident enough people around me to um, be able to really help me with what I needed help with. It wasn't until I was able to move and get into my own world, be around more people that were like me. And where I'm from, there's just not a lot of people like me. So I had to move out of that environment to find that superpower that I talked about. Right? That now, makes not total sense. To do that. Not everybody has to do that, but I had to move from Kentucky to Texas. Now, Texas makes perfect sense. I'm in, what, the sixth largest city in the world. Or in the, not, not the world, in the um, United States. And, you know, like Texas is very – Texan, you know, Texan, Californian, uh, you know, we, we, all, we all hold very, very close, you know, like we're just the same – we're cutting the same thread, you know. So, I mean, like we just we, – we do what we want, and we help people, and we do the right thing, and we don't expect anything from it. And that's why I love so much tech, about Texas. Texas is just Texas. It takes a lot of pride in being Texas, you know, just as I'm sure California takes a lot of pride in being California, you know. Absolutely. So a lot of our listeners would love to know how to get more leverage in their digital marketing. Anything you'd like okay. to share? Yeah. So uh, I got this little trick that I help a lot of people with. I actually wrote a book on it, and um, I've been publishing a few articles about it. Um, it's um, it's called like my friend request. It's like my friend request hack. Um, basically, if you're um, and this really works well if you're um, looking to kind of drum up some business, um, if people have stopped clicking or stopped, you know, showing interest or being attracted to you and your stuff. A cool thing that you can do is this little hack. It's two sentences. Um, as people are, you know, posting about stuff online, like when I found out about the Oscars, this being an Oscars thingy, I posted about it online, and I, I don't know, I got about 
oh no, I think the post about an hour ago, and so far I've got like 40 or 50 engagements on it, right? So like as I'm posting stuff like that online, one thing that socials are going to do is they're going to have this option to become a friend, or if you're in LinkedIn, what's called a connection, or if you're on Instagram, what's called a follow um, with that person, right? Now I mainly do this with um, I mainly do this with uh, LinkedIn automation and well LinkedIn and uh, Facebook. But what I'm going to talk to you all today about is Facebook. So when someone sends you over uh, a friend request, uh, I'm sure people are aware of what a friend request is. They basically say, "Hey, I want to be your friend so I can start seeing more of your stuff." With Facebook specifically um, becoming more dominant in the business world, and yes, it's a social network, but it's also very much a business network now. And um, when people start seeing your stuff and people that don't know you, they're, you know, a lot of people will just start friending you because they want to start seeing more of your stuff. So they saw something they like, and then they want to start seeing more, so they friend you. Now, typically people are not going to buy on the first time they ever see anything. They want to see it again and again and again um, so that you know, people can have that authority, you know, so they can basically see the authority of the other person. So what we want to do is, is basically when they send that friend request, this is them tapping on your shoulder and saying they're interested. This is a lot of times them tapping on their shoulder and saying, hey, I liked your stuff. I want to see more. That's an opportunity for you to reach out to them and find out why they liked your stuff, why they sent you a friend request. So what I'll do is, is um, when I get friend requests, I do this probably three to four days a week. I still do it manually. All my team does it, and every client I've ever worked with does it. And what we do is, is we go in there, and I'm going to go into my friend request. And for me, I usually get around 12 to 18 a day. Uh, but I've been doing this for a while. I would say, you know, as you continually just post and, and do your marketing and posting about your stuff online, you're going to get more and more and more. And um, go in there and you say these two sentences. Hey, first name, comma. So I'll just use Andrea's name here. Hey, Andrea, comma. Thanks so much for the ad, period. It's so nice to meet you, comma. What enticed you to reach out? Question mark. Now, I use the word enticed. That's in my language. My wife uses what made you decide to reach out. Both are the same. Um, that is a, uh, you know, that's, that's basically a, a, it's obviously a pre-framed question, but it's also an embedded command. There's a lot of language in those two sentences. They reached out to you first. You're liter it's like them tapping you on your shoulder. You have no idea who they are, and you're turning around, and you're saying, hey, how you doing? How can I help you? That's all you're doing. But what we're doing to do is we're doing it digitally. Now, the cool part is, is people do business with people, not profiles. So as soon as they – you reach back out and you send them that language pattern, they're going to be like, hey, well, I did reach out to them. Let me tell them what it is I reached out to them for. I would say about half the people that reach back out, which I would, you know, I would say about 20 to 25% of the total people you're going to outgoingly reach out to, they're going to reach back out to you and they're going to give you their entire story, why they reached out, what they want to learn from you, what it is they need, and you're going to get them on the phone. Um, I would say that this little trick that I do with this friend request hack um, is without a doubt made me the most amount of money than anything else that I've ever done. Um, I would, th this, this makes us money every week with, with us and our team. I mean, we, we bring in, we bring in, you know, six, seven, eight, $10,000 deals a week running this, running this little, this little thingy. And, you know, a lot of people think this internet marketing thing is this big pie in the sky. It's really just networking online organically. Right. So, I mean, like, yeah, you know, that's a really cool thing. It's, um, it's worked for me and, and my wife and all my team very well, all my clients. It's one of the first things that I give them in my bag, what I call my bag of tricks, so that we can make them some money fast. You know, my goal is for people to make money in that first 30 days so they can reinvest that money back with us, right? So, okay, so um, this is going to sound like a goofy question. On Facebook, your profile mm -hmm. has a limit of 5,000 friends. I mm -hmm. routinely, like once a month, have to go in and delete friends because I'm mm -hmm. up to my limit. Does this yeah. work for pages as well or only for profiles? Uh, typically, this will be for a profile, a personal profile, because you're not going to get a friend request. You're going to get a follow. From, you could do this yeah. with a, per, with a uh, fan page where you get a follow. It's a little bit more spammy. That goes back to people do business with people, not profiles. Um, so... What I do is there's this great app called uh, Friend Filter, and I have a special link for you that will give you, I think, a free month um, if you want me to send it to you all. Now, what Friend Filter is, it's, it's a, I can give you all a link. It's friendfilter.io. It's a Chrome extension, I believe. My good friend Matt built it out of Florida, 
And what it is is it's just a tool that allows you to go into your personal profile on Facebook, and it identifies who's been engaging with your stuff. So, like, you can – it'll literally go in and say, okay, these, you know, 2,000 people have not engaged with your stuff in the last six months. Stop sending your stuff out to them because they're not engaging. They're wasting your friend requests for engagement. And then I'll go ahead and just unfriend all of them in one swoop, and then you'll have space again, and you'll only have the 3,000 people now that are engaging. I'm just making up numbers. So you're typically going to get a lot more engagement. So that's, that's a fun awesome. little tool that I that's a fun little tool that I use. Um, I'll send you over a link so you don't have to pay for the first month. If you go there, you have to pay for the first month. Um, but I'll um, it's not expensive. I think. I mean, I'm saying you have to pay for the first month. I think it's like nine bucks a month. So um, it's not expensive at all. It's something I probably do once a month. Um, and it just keeps me, you know, again, Facebook is not a, I mean, a social thing for me. I don't get on there and look at cats. I don't get on there to look at my nephews and my nieces. I get on there to make money. So, you know, yeah. something that we're taught is we play every ace. And um, an ace and a half is making sure that when I go out there on personal profiles, this isn't a, hey, we met at a party one day, we're friends. It's a, hey, we met at a party one day, but you don't have, you don't interest me in anything to do with my business. This is a business tool for me. If you want to connect, we need to connect somewhere else. That's just how I look at it. I have to look at it that way. Love it. Does that make sense? Really, really good advice. It sure is. Thank you. Yeah, it makes good sense. Um, you know, because I, I met 5,000 all the time too, Gina, and so I regularly go through, but I use it for personal as well, but that's because all of my clients are my friends, so there's um, there's just sure. a different attitude, different people feel about it different ways, and the way Sydney uses it and um, monetizes it, it's for the good for both people, so those of you who may hear mm. that and think, oh, well, he's just about money, no, no, that's not true. Um, no. He believes in make, monetizing his relationships both ways because the other person is also monetizing because he also finds people that he uses their products and services and then mm. helps them make money with their clients and their businesses. So it ends up being a win for all, and that's certainly how uh, Sydney well, wants my, to show up in the world. Yeah, yeah, we all yeah. win we all win. But, like, you know, a lot of people, you know, there's – I love that you said that, Angie, because a lot of people could, you know, look at it that way. And I think that's a lot of a lot of ways that someone would first look at that. So let's take a step back and take a look at, at how the entrepreneurial's way of thinking, right? You mentioned that well, a lot of people might look at it this way. Well, let's flip it for a second, and I'll run a little bit of what I would classify as my objection. This is the only objection method that I teach because it's the only one that works effectively every time, and that's still felt found. So I would say, you know, I understand how you feel. That's typically the first thing that people would go to. Oh, so all he cares about is money because he cares about only the people that pay him or only the people that could be clients on his profile. No, I care about living in my highest intention. So I understand how you feel that someone might go there because a lot of people have went there in the past. And I get it. You know, like I've had – I've personally felt the same way or had people come at me who felt the same way in the past as well. And the thing is, is over the last three years of doing this consistently every single day, let me tell you what I found. I found that, that by doing this and getting the rift raft and the knuckleheads out of, my, out of that, it allows me to live into my highest intention. It allows me to add that one person in that might need my help right now that couldn't get to me because there was some knucklehead in my 5,000-person friend list. <laughs> Do you see how I Understandable. So like oh, that's a really cool trick. You know, that's a cool trick. I did that really slow. I typically wouldn't do that slow and as but I wanted to make sure the listeners heard it. That's called feel felt found. Very much done with the brain, very much um a sales trick on persuasion. Um it flips everything, you know. I understand how you feel. Gives them, "Oh, hey, look, you care. You actually do care because you just gave me a story. This isn't some BS, right?" And then it's, I've had other people feel the same way. Now they're not alone on the island. They feel like, okay, now there's the bridge. Now that you've connected that bridge with other people, you then take them where they want to go, and that is with what you've found, and then that's you being able to persuade them to get them out of their own way. It works so well. It works every time, and it's super easy. Feel, felt, found. Super easy. <laughs> well, it's certainly um... – you know, especially when it's someone like you who's doing it to persuade someone to get out of their own way. It's not about persuading them mm. to buy something they don't need. Something It's something that they already expressed interest in, mm. something that they need to utilize to 
you know, monetize their business and help get more productivity and make things happen for them. Mm-hmm. So fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't co-call. I don't call people unless they know I'm coming. Oh, you obviously knew I was coming on this call. Hopefully, I think. I don't think I just showed up on the show randomly. How you doing? How you doing, world? <laughs> um, but, um, but, uh, but, you know, like seriously, you know, like I got, what, I think three calls today, three sales calls, like me personally. Everybody has been vetted, sent forms, you know, like filled out. Like they came to me on my terms. I don't typically talk to people, especially sales calls that are colder. That means they come to me and they say, I want to talk to Sid, I want to talk to Sid. Unless they go through like a vetting process, right? So like, again, if people want to talk to you, believe me, they're going to talk to you. They're going to figure out a way. And those are the people that you want to work with anyway. It's not about Sid going out there and working with billions of people. Sid cannot go out there and work with billions of people. But you know what Sid can do? Sid can work with thousands of people that he wants to work with, that he enjoys to work with, that stay, pay, and refer. And by doing that every year, year in and year out, decade in and decade out, I will live in my highest intention, and I will influence a million people. So that's, that's it. That's the secret. There's no pie in the sky. I'm going to sit down, and I'm going to put up Facebook ads, and a million dollars are going to fall up in my lap. This is not the secret. Okay? You actually yeah, have to I, do work. And, um, yeah. you know, but it's very possible. And there's millions of people living in that dream today. I'm not the only one. You're not the only one. Um, every day, people are living that dream of being able to not do stuff online, being able to step into their superpower, being able to step into what they were put on this earth and make money, monetize it. Today's the perfect right. time to do that. I know people. I know people that teach people Excel and make millions doing it. I know people. I, I had a client once. Her entire job was putting fake red bottoms on shoes. She made millions. But she loved it. Putting that's what Well, if that's if that's what empowers people yeah. and that's what they want, then there you go. I mean, hey, the opportunities she, are endless. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing was is the red bottoms and doing that or Sid doing the marketing or Tiffany doing NLP or Andrea, you doing the amazing things that you're doing with me and Tiffany and everybody else that you're doing it with. That's the vehicle. Yeah. That's not yeah. the highest intention. And I think that gets misconstrued. You're not what you work. You're not who you work. You're not the task that you do every day. You're the person above that. So, like, what mm-hmm. is that superpower that you need? What, what was those natural gifts that you were given to be able to influence so easily that you can influence the amount of people to make the world a better place? Well, every day, every um, conversation, you know, is a big deal. This conversation could influence that one person that makes that makes a chance, takes that chance, finds their superpower. There could be someone on here that's secretly suicidal. Over sixty percent of the United States is right now, especially with the division of where we are as a country. So, you know, I mean, we could talk for days on that, but you know, <laughs> that's um, yeah, yeah, we, we're not going to get into that. But you know, that's kind of you know where we're at. I mean, it's so sad to see how divided we are. You know, I mean, but then when you find that small few that get it, like I feel like me and us, us three get it. Me, you know, I would add Tiffany into that. I'd add, you know, a lot of the people that we know into that. We get it. It isn't about being left or right. It isn't about being blue or red. It isn't about. It's about walking up to your fellow man or woman and saying, "Hey, I have this, and I can help you in this way. How can I help you?" Beautiful. And doing well, it um, we every definitely... single day. We definitely need Sorry. to talking to Gina afterwards too, because Gina, with the Vizio, um, they uh, really are about um, joint ventures and creating opportunities for people as well. And so, um, awesome. you know, that's why I love working with Gina is because, um, you know, I guess for me it's relationships. That would be my word, my superpower. And Gina, I Bam. would think that yours is connection. What would you use a different word? That. Nope, connection is definitely it. Well yeah. then, Gina, you need to you need to meet my uh, my right hand. His nickname is the Connector. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh-oh. My nickname's Trey. the JV Queen or Leverage Gina. So, so do I get an LA nickname when I come and get to hang out at the Oscars? I feel like it's an Oscar thing. You have to have a nickname. So, do we get to make up my nickname on air live? Uh, well, I, we could I was, definitely do that. That sounds like a lot of fun. What do you think, Gina? Yeah, I'm in. 
I think we should give him a nickname for sure. All right. I mean, so we have to have a nickname before before the Oscars this weekend. So I was called Sid the Kid growing up, Sidtastic, Sidorific, um, Skid Row, Sid Row, um, whatever well, you Well, one of the want. things I want to do with it, I, I, I like the beginning of Sid. I actually want to change it to S-Y-D, but I want to make the S a dollar sign. Wait, wait, wait. S-Y-D oh, is the way women that. spell it. S-Y-D is the way women spell it. And the and the it doesn't have to be women. I like it because it's more hippy hoppy and more fun. Okay. Uh, 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 yeah. Um, I just so like that the mean, Y. Yeah. So does that and mean that I'm so not going to get laughed at if I put if I put an advertisement that has the S with dollar signs at the Oscars thing? And then Absolutely I say, oh, not. she made me do it. A- Andrea made me do it. I am wearing a Tom Ford gold jacket. So I mean, like. I'm definitely going to be – I'm trying to be the, the gold standard. Now, it's L.A. I'm probably going to not even fit in. So I'm just hoping that I can limp around and not look out of place. You're going to be just fine the way you are. And, you know, when I think about it, the way you show up in the world, you're just like gold bullions jumping around. So why not yeah. sit, sit with the dollar sign? I just love it. And uh, I, love I it. Um, yeah, I don't think of the why it's feminine at all. Um, other Please. people might have a different opinion, but no. And when they look at you, it's not like you look feminine. They're going to be totally clear on what your oh gender is, so you're going to be fine. <laughs> no I hope so. There. I mean, I got a I got a pretty hairy beard. I can act. No, I, it's funny, Andrew. You say that. I grew up. No, my, my dad was amazing. He just worked a lot. It wasn't anything like that. My dad just worked a lot. You know, um, worked long hours growing up. But um, you know, I grew up around three women. I was a middle child. Uh, four years apart, and then my mom. So I grew up around a lot of cheerleading. I grew up around a lot of, you know, pom-poms and yippee-hi-yay. And, um, you know, so every now and again, there is a little feminine that can come out. I will let you know that. But I think the uh, the beard that's like a solid three or four inches long um, will uh, deter anybody thinking different. I hope at least. <laughs> find out. Well, definitely so. Why don't you give your website so people know how to find you again? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I'll give my website to actually. We have a uh, love for you guys to check us out on the marketing side. If you'd love to check us out, you can go to www.30daysneakpeek.com. It's, uh, you can basically have everything that I offer, like as far as courses or training, absolutely free um, for 30 days and check it out. And, um, you know, if you like that, cool. If not, you know, no, no harm, no foul. But, um, you know, we, we help, you know, if you're looking to want to grow online, you're looking to want to find that superpower everything that has made us the millions and everything that has gotten us the over 600 plus clients, all that training is in there and yeah, take it, learn from it, win with it and take it for free for the first 30 days. It's just www.30daysneakpeak.com. And um, once you hop in there, um, you can um, grab my book and all that fun stuff while you're in there too, for free. Cool. Lovely. Um, Anything else that we didn't ask you that we should have? Well, we're not going to go over my entire life story. Well, we only have like I mean, we need, two more we minutes, need, so. Oh, I was thinking we had like 12 more hours. Okay. Um, no, <laughs> I'm just kidding around. This is L.A. I'm trying to be funny, you know, but, I, you know, Texas funny, L.A. funny. I don't know if those are the same types of funny, so I'm doing my best. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, no, you guys are awesome. I'm super excited to meet you, Gina. Um, we come in on Thursday, so I'm um, super excited to meet you. I think Andrea is going to be a uh, fan with gonna us be there. Um, a little bit. No. Yeah, oh, Gina's no. gonna be Gina's holding the fort in Florida for us. That I am. Well, um, we are just so you all know, and anybody that's out there, uh, I have no clue if anybody will care, but um, we are planning on uh, running a mastermind in London in June. So um, if anybody's interested in coming to that, um, you know we're gonna be doing it in Oxford, I think. So uh, I'm pretty stoked about that. Um, and it's going to be – we're going to have some pretty big-time players there as well because it's London. When you travel international, people want to come. So we haven't yeah, had any fun. issues getting anybody. <laughs> yeah, so I know Andrea has something I definitely want to talk with you about if that's something you can travel to in the future. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it sounds fun. Yeah. I've been there multiple times. So that's easy I've never, and super fun. Yeah. Again, I'm just getting so, to travel this year. <laughs> Well, it's super fun when we get to be able to start doing all of that. Uh, I have 37 countries under my belt now, so soon you'll be doing the same. I want to be you now, so you can show me how to do that. Well, you'll have to wear red. You have to wear red instead of gold. (laughs) I will go find red. That's easy. Uh, I'm gonna find the same jacket that Trey has. That's easy. Wait till you see Trey. Trey went all out. 
he, he's like so <laughs> scared that he's not going to fit in, but he went out and got like brand new shoes, two new shoes, two new pants, like all this stuff. I'm so proud of him. He's so you guys excited. are going to have a I lot of fun. Oh my gosh. So those so, of you I'm actually going to get some pants today. You can hear yeah, how much fun it is to work with Sid. They are amazing what they do at digital marketing. No fear, full of love, full of energy, and super just show up. They just show up for things hey. and are willing to be bold. <laughs> Oh, it's so fun. That's me. Gina, are we are uh, Gina, are we out of time? We are My bad. No. I do that from time to time. <laughs> um well thanks thanks so much. And um yeah, let's um I'll get I should be getting over that graphic design like in a matter of minutes. I'll get it over to you as fast as I can. Perfect. Awesome. Well thank yeah. you all for joining us here on yep. the Leverage Masters oh, we're still live. with uh, Gina Gaudio Grace. We are still live and uh when My Gina bad. plays the music we are done. So Gina, it's all yours. Well, we will be back next week, same time, same place. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Tune in next week for another episode of Leverage Masters. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook on our Leverage Blackbook page to keep up with the latest. We'll see you next time on Leverage Masters.